Welcome to the Time For You podcast with Erin Woodruff, episode 35. My name is Erin, and my goal is to help you find time for yourself. Life gets busy, and we tend to lose ourselves in the mix of marriage, motherhood, and everything else. Let's rediscover your passions and make some time for you. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back. And we are officially in Christmas season when I'm recording this episode. It's a little bit before Christmas is officially on, but by the time it's released, it comes out at the beginning of December, and I'm so excited. I love the Christmas season. It's definitely my favorite time of year, and it's a wonderful time of year to think about very intentionally. And I love doing coaching and work around this time because some of our biggest opportunities for growth happen during the holiday seasons. Because we are stressed, we're overwhelmed, we have a lot going on. And I like to see it as an opportunity to grow personally and to truly make some changes in my behavior and in my life. The biggest thing that has been on my mind is the idea of scarcity and abundance during the holidays. We really are conditioned to believe a lot of scarce things during the holidays, and that causes all of us to go into a tailspin of panic, overwhelm, anxiety, worry, and so many other thoughts and feelings. Scarcity is around every single corner that we look. It's at all stores. It's online. It's during Black Friday sales and Cyber Monday sales. It's during December leading up to Christmas. You hear people saying all the time, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough patience. I have nothing left to give. And a lot of people just constantly run on scarcity during the holidays. So this podcast episode today, I really want to focus on what scarcity looks like and what abundance could look like during the holidays. We all know that there are 25 days leading up to Christmas, technically 24, but on the 25th day, it's Christmas. It's really easy to get overwhelmed on December 1st and think that you're not going to have enough time to get all the things you want to done. When this podcast episode comes out, it's December 5th. And if you're already having those thoughts, I've run out of time, I'm already behind, I don't know how I'm going to get it all done, you're in for a ride for the next two weeks, three weeks. So here is the time right now to step back and reevaluate what you're thinking and what you're feeling about the holidays. It's December 5th. What are some of the thoughts that you're having? If you are like me, you might have an advent calendar in your home. If you don't know what an advent calendar is, It's either a Christmas tree or something that hangs on your wall, or maybe it's a panel full of chocolates. And every single day leading up to Christmas, you either move 
the little candy cane a slot in the chart or you open a flap to reveal a new piece of chocolate you get to try. There are so many different kinds of advent calendars. If you want to learn more about them, you can go find them online. But I notice every single year that at some point I get behind on my advent calendar. I might start off the month really great, but then I hit December 10th and I've missed three days. And so I get to eat three days worth of chocolate or I get to put three Lego guys together in one day, whatever it looks like. But the one reason I don't love advent calendars is because it's a reminder that we are being behind, that we're getting behind in some way. So I'm here to offer you the idea and thought that it actually doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter when when we do the Advent things. It doesn't matter if we do them at all. Maybe you're not a fan of them at all. So just be aware, especially if you have Advent calendars, it's always like a reminder right in your face of what day it is and whether or not you've done it. I know other people that they like to read a verse of scripture out of the New Testament every single day leading up to Christmas. Maybe you do an act of service for someone around you. There's a wonderful campaign called Light the World, and that gives you ideas every single day that you can do to serve someone else and to light the world a little bit more. There's a ton of things that are outside of us and around us that are wonderful things. That's not what I'm saying. They're, they are really, really wonderful. And they're there to help us create some joy and light in our lives. But if we're using them against ourselves, it can be really discouraging. And then the holiday season really isn't enjoyable for us anyway. So that is my little rant about not being behind in time. Just be aware throughout the whole month, if you are feeling like you're behind, check in with yourself. Ask yourself some questions. Ask yourself, am I really behind? What does it mean if I'm behind? How would I know if I'm behind? Another way that we feel scarcity or we see scarcity during the holidays is with money or things. We don't have enough money to buy the things we want. Or we can't find the things we want. We don't have enough. And although you might be able to look at your bank account and show me how much money you have, and you might feel stressed about it or whatever, I'm here to remind you that the number in your bank account is simply just a number. You may or may not be able to buy the things you want to with that number, but that doesn't mean you have to feel scarce about the money that you have or the things that you have. Although money can provide us with opportunities and things, money does not create the feeling of happiness, joy, security, and love. Our thoughts create those things inside of us. We can have zero dollars in our bank account and still choose to believe and know and feel that we are loved, that we are blessed, and that we want to give others what we don't have. During the holidays especially, we also see marketing and business owners using scarcity techniques and tactics to make us buy something. 
The reason that they do it is because it works. If there is a specific toy you want to buy for your kid and the toy shop says that there's only three left, how much more likely do you think it is that you are actually going to buy that toy right then in the moment? Versus if you go online and it says that there's 3,000 toys in stock, you might think, oh, I'll wait till later. There's plenty of toys. I'll come back. I'll see if I really want to get that. But if you know that there's only three left, or if you're at the store and you only see one left on the shelf, the need inside of us to purchase that is so deep-rooted for us to get it because we have scarcity that it's going to be gone, that we won't find something else as good, that we won't be able to get that if we don't purchase this one right now. And again, maybe that's true. But it doesn't matter if you get the last toy or not. It doesn't matter if there's 3,000 left or not. We can choose to still feel abundant about our purchasing decisions, about our gift options, about all the things that we have by the way that we think about them. We can choose to think and feel that we have everything that we need. We have more than what we need. We have so much that we're able to share with others. And when a toy is out of stock and you don't get to get that, you can have thoughts like, this is the worst ever. They're never going to be happy with anything else. I don't even know how I didn't purchase it in the first place. I can't believe I missed the sale. Whatever story your brain wants to tell you. Or you can choose to think something along the lines of, I really wanted to get that and I am really discouraged, but I believe that I'm going to find something that they're going to like even better. Even if they don't know it yet, I know my kids so well, I know I'm going to find something even better. That's what abundance looks like. Anytime you're feeling scarce, you can shift into a place of abundance. It may seem difficult and it may seem completely unrealistic, but it's possible and it's available to you the more you're wanting it to be available to you. Another way in which we feel scarce during the holidays is with our emotional bandwidth. Maybe that's your happiness levels, your patience levels, your excitement levels, Maybe just your joyful and emotional levels, spending extra time with family and friends, traveling, spending money, spending extra time, things that we don't do at other parts of the year and in our normal everyday life, it can really drain our emotional bandwidth if we're not taking care of ourselves. There are a lot of ways that we can navigate this and create strategic plans to either not fall into the burnout phase or to get out of the burnout phase once it happens. One in particular is I have noticed with parents, it's really easy to feel impatient and frustrated. I feel it and I see it. 
Impatience is really interesting because if we feel impatient, it's actually not going to get us anywhere, which is just fascinating to me. If we feel impatient and we act from impatience, usually we make much more offhanded decisions when we don't actually have all the information or maybe we're tired when we make the decision or maybe we make a decision that we wouldn't have even preferred, but we are feeling so impatient that we just want to get going. We also might feel very impatient with our kids and the demands and the requests that they are giving towards us and from us. It's easy to fall into the feelings of frustration, annoyance, and even self-pity. During the holidays, I see women especially slaving away, working so hard for everyone around them, and they're not getting anything from anybody else. It's really easy to have a pity party and think, oh, no one cares about me. No one's thinking about me. No one's helping me. I'm all alone. The holidays are the worst. I hate the holidays because I'm the one that's doing all the work. And although you probably have evidence for all of those thoughts, how helpful are they to you? Even though you really might be the only one cooking Christmas dinner, you can still choose to have thoughts and feelings that are much more positive and make you feel better than the ones of scarcity and negativity. There are a few things. There, Well, there are really so many things I want to say about this. But one of the biggest things is that we don't have to do anything. Too often we say, and I hear from myself and from every single woman around me, is that I have to do this. Whether it's tradition, whether it's the thing your mother always did, so you have to do it that way. Or maybe you just want to. But we tell ourselves that we have to do things. But guess what? You don't. You do not have to do anything. If you typically are the only one cooking Christmas dinner and you decide that you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it, what would happen? Just let yourself sit in this possibility for a minute. If you are the only one who usually cooks Christmas dinner and then you decide, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to. I'm over it. What would happen? What would your family do? What would you do? I can already feel some of you just like tensing up and tightening up and thinking, Erin, you're ridiculous. I have to do it because if I don't do it, no one's going to do it. Then there will be no Christmas dinner. And the whole holiday season will be ruined I'm a terrible mother, I'm a terrible wife, I'm a terrible grandmother, whatever role you fall under. But what if you decided, I don't want to do it, I'm sick of doing it, it's so annoying to me, it's so burdensome to me, and I'm just going to do what I want to do for this holiday season. There are a lot of alternatives here. One of the biggest ones is, you eat cold cereal for Christmas dinner. 
but then you don't have to do a thing and you actually get to just lay on the couch and enjoy it. Instantly, if you're like, no, Aaron, that's not okay. That's not acceptable for Christmas dinner. Ask yourself why that is. Why isn't it okay for you to have a break on Christmas? Why would it be so bad if you just had cold cereal for Christmas dinner? Or maybe you just make grilled cheese. Another option is that you could get takeout or you could go out to a restaurant and eat. You could also ask to go to someone else's house for Christmas dinner. And who knows, maybe if you said, I'm not doing it anymore, I don't want to, I want to break this year, maybe your family would step up. Maybe your family would do it for you. You never know. But right now, you're telling yourself every single day that if you don't do it, no one else will. So what happens? You're the only one that does it. If I've lost you, I'm sorry, but hopefully for one of you even, this is helpful because we really don't have to do anything that we don't want to do during the holidays or any day for that matter. There are consequences that come if we choose not to do things. For example, we don't have to drive the speed limit on the roads. It's encouraged. We're asked to. But we can drive whatever speed we want. It's actually a freedom that we have. We've got a car that goes fast and we can drive it as fast as we want. So if you're making the conscious decision to go 120 miles on the highway, you might have to pay for that choice that you've made. You might have to pay a big whopping fine. But you made the decision that you didn't want to go the speed limit. And that's totally okay. As long as you know that you're making the decision. And also in conjunction with that, if you decide that you want to drive the speed limit every single day, whichever road you're on, then you're never going to have to worry about paying a ticket. And with holidays and other social events that we have and the roles in our family, for some reason, we treat Christmas dinner like the speed limit, that if we don't do it and we say, I'm not doing it, that we are going to get a big fine from somebody. We don't even know who it is, but it feels dangerous to us because we've never done it that way before. So I'm offering to you that maybe, maybe you could scale back. Maybe you could do something different. Maybe you could not do it at all. I'm not sure what that looks like for you. But if you can just accept and embrace that you actually don't have to do anything, that instantly allows you to move from a place of scarcity to abundance. Scarcity sounds like I have to do this. We've always done it this way. This is Christmas tradition. If I don't do this, no one's going to do this. Some of those thoughts sound really nice and they're really harmful. But if you know and believe that I'm choosing to do this, I want to do this, having Christmas dinner is important to me, maybe not even to your family, but it's important to me, I want to do this for those around me, 
or I really just need a break this year. I'm going to scale back. I'm only going to cook half as much. Or this is going to be one of those weird years. We're just going to get takeout or we're just going to eat leftovers or we're just going to get everyone's favorite box of cereal because I can't do any more than what I'm doing right now. I have nothing left to give. So I'm just going to make the conscious choice right now that that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to be so happy with it. That is a decision made out of abundance. Well, in true fashion, I could keep talking about this on and on and on. But I hope that something in this episode was really helpful for you. If you were confused at all, please come and talk to me. Ask me questions. And let's help you get to a place where you can truly feel abundant during this holiday season. You still have weeks and weeks of celebrating ahead of you. And I'm so excited for you. And I really am here to help you to move to a place of abundance and love and excitement for the holidays instead of feeling frazzled, scarce, and drained. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and I'll talk to you next Monday. Did you know your personality will affect how you make time for yourself? I've created a free quiz for you to take to see where you fall on the introvert extrovert spectrum. Go to ErinWoodruffCoaching.com and take the quiz today.